0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 3rd, 2021. My name is Philip Ross Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Philip omd On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll replay. My locker room conversation from yesterday. Um, Sorry, it was a little bit late, and I'm sorry for the technical issues. I'll explain those coming up here in a minute. Um, But uh, we talked a lot about the NBA draft, we talked a lot about the future of the Orlando Magic. Uh, what comes next, and, and how the Magic sort out their rotation. So we'll get into all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on, say, the Utah Jazz after they wrapped up their series against Memphis Grizzlies? Check out Locked On Jazz. Want to look ahead? To game six between the Mavericks and the Clippers after the Mavericks big win, check out Locked On Mavericks. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there's a Locked On podcast for you. To search your every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. Today's episode is also brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Before we dive into the locker room today, um, I first want to apologize for those that were listening or those that joined me live on Wednesday. Um, there was a technical issue uh, with uh, the first room that, that we had. Um, unfortunately, there was uh, a, a, someone who entered our room who was not interested in engaging in magic discussion and was only interested in uh, pulling a prank. Um, and unfortunately, uh, in the first room, in the first room at least that I had set up. Uh, I was unable to mute him, and so I had to cancel the room. And then um, I wasn't sure if that was what had happened. I wasn't sure exactly what was happening. I first thought that it had been hacked somehow um, because I had not granted any speaker requests at the time. Um, But uh, uh, I I allowed this person to speak again, and he proceeded to pull the same prank. And it was just immature, and it was uh, unacceptable, and it was um, frankly, just crass and, and really just stupid. Um, and so I want to apologize to everyone who was in the room at the time, uh, and had to go through that. Um, I know that, you know, locker room is still fairly new. I've learned a little bit about how to operate it. Um, but unfortunately there are just people who, you know, as Michael Caine said in The Dark Knight, just want to watch the world burn and don't want people to enjoy the things that they enjoy. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, um, Unfortunately, that's what happened to our room yesterday. Um, I have informed the powers that be. I have let them know that this occurred, that this happened. Um, it has been edited out of this podcast, but if you hear me reference it, that is what happened. Um, so again, I apologize for, uh, for any confusion uh, for those that are listening here on the podcast. Um, you know, I, I, I endeavor to give you guys a chance to speak. Um, I love listening to Magic fans. I love this locker room uh, app, and I love I love having these conversations because they are my way to interact with you more directly. You know, I know on this podcast I'm solo. I yammer on a lot. I like to hear from you guys. You guys give me ideas on what to cover and what to look into um, because I have the time and it's my job to look into those things. Um, you all have questions. I want to answer those questions. Um, that's that's a big part of what I think my job is and so I really value and treasure our interaction and and our ability to interact more directly whether it's online through social media or in in places like locker room. Um, I think that it's really, really important. That we that we are able to do these things and that we are able to have these more direct interactions, so I can you know answer answer questions and hear what you guys are thinking and what you guys want to know about. I mean, I think I have a good pulse of what Magic fans are are talking and thinking about, but if I can hear directly from you guys, that's that's absolutely one hundred percent what I want and and what I want to do, and I want to have more interaction that we can. So again, I apologize that that trust or that. Um, that ability for us to converse was interrupted by uh, someone who's, who's just immature. Um, you know, for, for lack for lack of a better term. Again, I've let the the powers that be, um, both with the Lockdown Podcast Network and their coordination with with Locker Room, as well as Locker Room, know about what happened. Um, I still have the evidence, so you know, uh, I, I think hopefully people like that will be kicked off the platform, so that people who want to have these conversations, who want to engage with, you know, engage with others about topics they care about are able to do so. Without with that, without further ado, let's dive into the locker room from yesterday. This is a locker room production. And welcome everyone to our latest locker room here on Locked On Magic. My name is Philip Rossman Reich, the site expert and ho- uh, site expert at OrlandoMagicDaily.com and the host of Locked On Magic. If you don't know already, you're here, so you probably know that. Um, obviously quite time for the Orlando Magic, but I want to keep trying to have these conversations, keep trying to have these discussions as the NBA continues. If you missed this week's locker room, don't worry. We will be doing them again, especially as we get closer and closer to the NBA draft. Um plenty, plenty to get to. Um, if you are new to Lockroom, room, whether you're listening to this live in the locker room or listening to this on the podcast, you can always speak to me directly with a speaker request. I am here for you guys. I am here to listen to what you guys have to say, listen to uh listen to uh what, what you guys are interested in talking about and answer your questions. So this is a great opportunity to interact. You can leave comments in the discussion section below or make a speaker request. Um, actually, we already have a speaker request coming in here. I'll get to you um, in just a moment, Ali. Um, the first, I just want to kind of open, open things up a little bit. Um, obviously, the big news today in the NBA has been the shift uh, in the Boston Celtics. Um, after being eliminated from the playoffs by the Brooklyn Nets, a championship favorite, mind you, the Celtics ended a very, very disappointing season in the first round. And Danny Ainge stepped out. Um, it didn't seem, it seemed like it just felt like he felt like it was time. And now Brad Stevens moves into the front office. So the Celtics will be looking for a new coach. Um, I'll talk, I'm going to write and talk a little bit more about the Celtics and what the Magic can learn about the Celtics, uh, learn from the Celtics in, in a little bit. Um, but uh, but the Celtics uh, obviously are a team that has tremendous promise. Kind of like the Sixers last year that just fell short. Um, Just the wrong Mixture of guys, the wrong mixture of players, um, and and the wrong, just kind of the wrong mix. Um, if anything, you know, the Miami Heat kind of this too. You can't always bet on things working, um, consistently year in and year out. Um, and it's 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 definitely uh definitely a trick. It's definitely more difficult. And don't worry, uh, don't worry. Uh, I see Ollie left. Um, I was gonna say we 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 can't talk Orlando City if you would like. Um, uh, um, but the Celtics obviously are. Still in a good place with with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum uh, and still have a lot they can work with. Um, but it just didn't work this year. And injuries played a huge role in that. Obviously, Jalen Brown's injury certainly played a huge role in that. Um, but there was obviously a lot going on with that Celtics team that just didn't work. Um, they could never find a center. Tristan Thompson really didn't work out. They didn't have the right role players. And, you know, all those times where Danny Ainge just wouldn't pull the trigger, that finally came to roost. Um, the bottom line is this. Like, when your window is open... You need to go for it. You need to go for the championship. And it just felt like every time the Celtics had an opportunity to go for it, they didn't. And I think that's ultimately going to be Danny Ainge's legacy. It's not that it wasn't successful. And it's not that the Celtics weren't able to, to win a championship, but they never went for it. Um, you know, I'll give I mean, I think there's a lot of criticism that should go Otis Smith's way for the way that he built those late 2000s magic, but don't blame the guy for never going for it. Um, I know that's a criticism of Jeff Weltman that he doesn't go for it enough. And I don't think he was in a position necessarily to go for it. Um, But but when your championship window is open, you got to take it. You don't know when that thing is going to open again. And I think that's that's really, 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 really important. Um, Sorry to hear Ali left us here. Um, He's a football guy, and I'm all for football. We can talk a little football. We don't have to talk magic here. But let's get to our first speaker request of the show. Let's hear from Daniel Mortensen. Daniel, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Philip. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Good. My question to you is, I've seen a lot written about as far as the offseason for the Magic, but the one thing that I have not really seen a whole lot about is the trade exception that we got from the Boston deal, speaking of Boston. Um, how do you see that playing out? Um, Do you see that as kind of like if we were to land one of the guards or even a wing in the draft that we may go after, like a center who, like a Steven Adams or like a Nurkic if Portland decides they need to blow it up? Yeah, I mean, I I haven't thought too deeply about it. Um, You know, I think that that's definitely a possibility. Um, You know, the Magic, I kind of get the the Magic, I think, are going to have. Um, they're gonna have cap, they're not gonna have cap room this this offseason. So they might need to use that trade exception this offseason to kind of round out their roster a little bit. Um but I, I definitely could foresee the Magic willing to use their cap space for next season um to rent it. Um, so I think what the Magic will probably do is, you know, I don't think they'll be super aggressive in the Stephen Adams or, or kind of the the veteran big man market. Um, you know, I think that the Magic will probably want a veteran backup big man. I think they, you know, if, whether they draft Owen Mobley or they stick with with Wendell Carter, I do think finding a, a veteran backup big um, is a priority this offseason. season. Um, you know, honestly, Kevin Birch would be perfect, but I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. Um, I think that I think that what the Magic will probably ultimately do with that. Is try and find a way to get some future asset, um, or you know, I don't think the Magic are willing to trade their own first right now. But you know, maybe, maybe they, they, maybe you know, maybe if they're really happy with who they get in the draft, they're willing to send that ninth pick or that second first round pick out to get that to get a veteran that fits in that trade exception. I, I don't, I don't know. I think that the Magic want to keep their cap flexibility. They worked really hard to get their cap flexibility, and I think generally. You know, I think they wanna have that as a tool, but I don't think they quite know how they want to use it yet. Um, it might depend on what opportunities come around. And you know, I, I really think that the Magic are a good candidate to rent their cap space next year. I don't think that they'll be free agent players in 2022 despite potentially having max space. Um, so I think that the Magic are gonna be still pretty cautious and, and pretty patient with how they build. But obviously if the right opportunity comes around, I think that they'll they'll go for it. Um I think that's I think that's that's a that's a real good question. Kind of kind of shooting off that. Raph Henry asks, are we actually going to use our second round pick or sell it again? We're leaving talent on the table because we don't want to bring three rookies in. That is a legitimate question, Raph. You know, I think that is a really good question. Um, obviously if there's someone there, the magic leg, like, I think they take him. Um, if there's maybe a guy they can stash, I think that would probably be a route that they go to. But it's also very possible that they look to package that second round pick. To, or, or trade that second round pick either to spin it forward to next year. Obviously right now it's, it's a pretty valuable piece of piece of uh, real estate um, or they look to, they look to um, either move up, consolidate with something to move up or, you know, again, that could be a place to use their trade exception, trade the 33rd pick along, f- along with that tra- and use part of that trade exception to bring in a veteran player that they they really like. I mean, it might depend on who's available in the draft. I I think that this is a pretty solid draft. I think the magic, like a lot of the young players in this draft, but, there are a lot of young players on this team already. I do think the Magic need to make sure they get veterans. So, I mean, I think it's – I would say it's probably 60-40 that they use the pick, but you're right. It, it, is, it is a real, real problem. Um, Aaron Okiki says, we've not really hit on any of our second-round picks. I think that's absolutely true. I think, I think the one big weakness of Jeff Weltman uh, so far has been his drafting – or has been his, his late-round drafting. I think he's done decently well at the top of the draft with his first-round picks. Um, you know, Mo, Mo Bamba is really the only noticeable miss – um, but but yeah, I mean I agree. I think I think the second round pick and late first round picks have been uh have not been the strongest part of Jeff Weltman's game. And especially uh with a, a franchise like the Magic in a smallish market like Orlando or rebuilding rebuilding team like this, you gotta hit on those late second round picks. That is that is a huge thing. And and as Jack Kelly points out, Wesawundo was a second round pick, was his best pick. I really like Wendu. I thought he grew really, really well within the Magic's ecosystem but it was never good enough to actually play. Um, You know, I I think it was always telling that when one dude would get minutes, he would play well, but he never played well enough to stick in the rotation. And I think that's such a key part of what Jeff Weltman was trying to build and really with how the Magic were trying to build. It was such a key part of what they were trying to do that they would have young players kind of grow from their bench, from their development program into roles in their starting lineup and into roles within their rotation. And that just never really happened to be frank. Um, that's, that's just never really happened. Um, and, and I think that's, you know, and I, I think about the G league a lot too, like Lakeland has been an unmitigated success. Um, the best record in the, are the most wins in the G league over the last three seasons. Um, the championship, obviously last year, two straight conference finals, obviously the 2020 season was canceled. Um, or, or yeah, the end of the 2020 season was canceled. Um, The players on the Lakeland Magic should be graduating onto the main roster and developing forward. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you a little bit about rockauto.com. It's getting to be summer here in Florida, in central Florida, and that means heat and rain, and those conditions can be very difficult on your car. So while there's still time before the rainy season and the heat really get into town, Get your car ready, and if you take care of your car yourself, the only place to get it ready is at RockAuto.com. Go to RockAuto.com. It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, so quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do it yourselfers So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. We are not talking about the NBA playoffs today, but... As you're watching the NBA playoffs, make sure that you enjoy the moment of the playoffs. I mean, the playoffs are just fantastic. Our our playoff coverage this season is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Remember, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season with Michelob
0: Ultra. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
1: Coming back here live, uh, unfortunately, there's some technical issues with this recording of the second room that I set up, uh, so I apologize that we won't get to hear the rest of that locker room conversation. So, um, again, I apologize for the technical issues with locker room. There's some really good points brought up in that second room. I'm trying to rack my brain to remember them, but, uh, you know, I think I think one thing that we do need to explore and one thing that we should talk a little bit more about, and so we'll spend some time talking about it here, um, is the trade exception it was mentioned a little bit in the first part of locker room? We dove a little bit deeper into it on the second part of uh, on the second part of our locker room, and so I just want to kind of try and re bring those points out as as I remember from our conversation yesterday. The Orlando Magic, when they traded Evan Fournier to the Boston Celtics, acquired a 17 million dollar trade exception. What essentially means this means is Orlando can acquire um, up to 17 million dollars in extra salary in a trade, um, and like. This was a tool that a lot of people thought the Boston Celtics might use to go grab uh, another kind of starring player. It can't be now. The trade exception has very very specific uses. It can't be used in conjunction with something else. Um for those that don't know how trades work in the NBA, trades are always one for one. They're never like they're they're constructed and presented as these multi-pronged deals, but they're actually all one for one deals. Um when the Magic created that huge trade exception out of the Dwight Howard trade, it was because they, you know, used their machinations and the extra cap room that they had now to create, or not, not the extra cap room, but they, they used it to create this massive like bubble of, of this massive bubble that they could use. Now they ultimately did not use it. The trade exception lasts for one year after it is created. So the magic will have essentially until the trade deadline next year to use it. Um and so the thought process here is you know, the magic can essentially go out and grab an extra 17 million dollars from somewhere. The situation that was presented to me on the, on, the, uh, on the locker room was, well, let's say the Magic end up with the fifth pick. Let's say the Magic end up um, drafting fifth or sixth. Let's say they get out of that top five. Um, my philosophy, as I've said, is if you have your guy, go get him. Whatever it takes, go get him. Um, and I do think that the Magic are kind of all in on this draft, and they need to make sure they are in at least the top five. I personally think they need to be in the top four to make sure they get a guy that's really going to impact this team and, and really change its future and its direction. Um, so having said that, if the Magic are outside that group, I would definitely be willing to do whatever it takes to get get um, into that top five. Uh, and a big part of that equation um, is uh, is the Magic have two draft picks that they can use, and those do not count as salary. So you can trade those kind of freely as much as you want. But let's say the Magic are drafting sixth and there's a deal in place to go, and they, they're trying to get to maybe two or three. I don't think they can get to one. But um, if they're trying to get to, make sure they get their guy, the Magic have their two draft picks. They have veterans like Terrence Ross and Gary Harris who are on expiring contracts so they can move around. Um, and then they have this $17 million trade exception. I suspect that the Magic, while they will come into some cap room in the summer of 2022, I suspect that the Magic are going to not quite be ready to... Uh, quite be ready to spend their money in free agency. This is not a te- this is not going to be a free agent destination yet. This is not going to be a team that's going to be players in the free agent market. So, my belief is it's very very likely that in the trade market, the Magic are going to be willing to rent their cap space. This is what Atlanta did. This is what a lot of teams do when they're rebuilding is they'll say, "Hey, give us an extra draft pick, give us an extra asset, give us, you know, a young player that we actually want and we'll take on a contract. We'll take we'll take on some deadweight contract for you." Um, the Magic worked very, very hard to clear their books, but the ability to park cap space, I think, or, or, or rent cap space, I think, is going to be a tool that this team uses, and it starts really with the trade exception. My suspicion is, depending on how the draft goes, the Magic will be looking to add um, a veteran center somewhere. I think, I think that's the big, the big piece of the puzzle. Um, and so, someone had suggested, like you know, a, a perfect example of a guy that the ma- that a, that a, a rebuilding team might be looking to unload is like Al Horford from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Would the Magic be able to maybe swing 6 and 9 plus maybe one other piece to go get Oklahoma City's pick and Al Horford. Now I'm not saying Oklahoma City's going to do that. I think Oklahoma City also desperately needs to get someone good in this draft. They're not, you know, they're not necessarily looking to trade away that draft pick, but that's the kind of deal, and I think Al Horford's contract doesn't fit into the trade exception, so it's not the best example. Um, a lot of fans have, have uh, put out Steven Adams as a potential guy that the Magic could park some cap, could could use to, to park some cap space, and that would give them a veteran center and someone that can provide some stability for the team uh, and some veteran leadership. I think that's a really strong possibility. I mean, I don't think I don't know I don't know what the contours of that deal would be. But that's definitely something that would work, and New Orleans certainly probably wants to get out from under Stephen Adams' contract, or they don't really need Stephen Adams. And so, if they can get something in return, if they can get a Terrence Ross, you know, to add some shooting, if they can get a Gary Harris, even that might be a deal that they would pursue. Um, those are the kind of deals that I would look at for the trade exception, which again was mentioned a little bit earlier in the show, um, and is a tool that I don't think a lot of people really understand. I, you know, honestly, I don't, I have a grasp of how to use it, but I don't have like the full. Um, the full uh, 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 lowdown on how exactly to use it. The Magic are going to have to still be active this this uh, this off season. Um, you know, obviously the draft is a huge step and a huge piece of the puzzle, and and I think a lot of the other pieces to this to this off are going to click into place once we know what the draft pick is. Once we know where the Magic are drafting, who's going to be available, what what player the Magic are likely to get, I think that's going to really uh, help us determine okay what happens next. Because if you look. At the Magics, um, at the Magic's roster right now, it is it is full. Um, you know, I, I've been warning about this. There's going to be a little bit of a roster squeeze. I mean, just just think, just think about it. Someone asked me yesterday what my predicted starting lineup would be, and I'm just gonna go off of who's on the roster today. Who's on the roster today? My starting lineup, assuming everyone's healthy. Markel Fultz, Gary Harris, Chumo O'Kiki, Jonathan Isaac, Wendell Carter. That's your starting five. Then you bring Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, Terrence Ross off the bench. Your uh, Bo Bamba, is, is, that gets you nine. Michael Carter-Williams, I think, will stick around. That's 10. And then you add two draft picks on top of that for 12 roster spots. Guys, the roster is full. I think the Magic are going to have to make a deal somewhere to make sure, A, that their draft pick gets playing time, and B, their other young players get playing time. Because the Magic are... Going to run a nine-man rotation. That's just Steve Clifford's way. He's going to be trying to win. That's how he's. That's how he coaches. That's that's what he believes in. The Magic are going to have to move some guys around. They have to add some veterans too. The only veteran players on the team are Terrence Ross, Michael Carter Williams, and uh, and, and Gary Harris. And, you know, I think Michael Carter-Williams stays because I think you need a veteran point guard or veteran ball handler to kind of make sure all those young guards know what to do. I think you need a veteran big. Um, honestly, I think I'd take a veteran four or five, a guy who could play maybe four and five, uh, but certainly I think a veteran center would really, really help. Like I mentioned before, I think Ken Birch would be really, really good in that role actually. Um, and, then, and then, you know, again, you're, you're adding more young players who are going to have to play. Someone's getting squeezed out. Now, having said that, injuries are going to play a role here. We don't know when Jonathan Isaac and Markel Fultz are going to be back. I suspect Jonathan Isaac will be ready for training camp, but I suspect he will also be on a heavy minutes restriction, uh, especially early in the season. I suspect he will not be playing back-to-backs. Markel Fultz, we don't know when he's going to be back. Uh, I think someone asked me what the update was on Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac, and and of course the Magic don't put timelines on things. They're very, very coy about where these guys are at in their injury recoveries. Um, It takes about 9 to 12 months for a player to come back from a torn ACL, Jonathan Isaac, obviously, will be coming up on 12 months in August. So we're in, you know, we're 10 months. So Isaac's probably starting to do some basketball activity very, very quietly. I think I mentioned that I saw him out and about in town. Um, not playing basketball, not doing anything like that. Just saw him out and about. Um, very hard guy to miss. Um, Markel Fultz, that 9 to 12 months, that puts him in September. So there is an outside chance that Markel Fultz is going to be um, ready to go for training camp. I, I I would bet he'll return sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas Um, Would not surprise me if there's a G League stint somewhere in there for him. Um, And honestly, maybe even for Isaac. Um, Although I think, obviously, Isaac's probably a little bit further along in his recovery. Um, I I, I know I mentioned this, and I know I've mentioned this before. The urgency for Markel Fultz to return is very, very high. Um, He signed a three-year extension. It's going to take him a full year to get back to full health. The third year of that extension is a team option, especially with the Magic picking up so many young point guards. The clock is already ticking on Marco Fultz. Um, I'm not saying he should rush back. I'm not saying he should come back sooner. And I'm not saying the Magic will you know, kind of push him to come back sooner or do anything to kind of limit his return. I don't think any of that's going to happen. The Magic are usually pretty upfront with their players uh, about, about things and, and, and looking out for the players and their and their long-term health interests. But Marco Fultz needs to play this year. He needs to play well this year. He needs to play well next year to ensure that he gets that third year. It's essentially a contract year for him next year. Um, you know, and and so Fultz has to really develop and has to really show what he can do. And again, there's just a huge roster crunch. The Magic have so many young players and they're adding two more, possibly a third with the 33rd pick. You know, we asked that second round question, pick question would not surprise me if the Magic trade that second round pick would not surprise me if they punt that second round pick, they try to spin it forward to next year, unless there's someone they really, really like it's, it's, it's hard for me to fathom adding that second round pick, um, to that roster, to this roster at this point, there's just no room for them to play with everyone else unless a, a major trade is in the works involving a Gary Harris or a Terrence Ross or a Wendell Carter. That sees multiple players going out um, in order to to free up some space and free up some room. So Magic definitely have some big, 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 big questions to answer here in the coming weeks. Um, again, I apologize that the second locker room didn't work. Um, I went to open the recording just now to to, to download it. Um, and the file was cut short. Um, so unfortunately, there's a recording error on that front. Um, I'll, I'll let the powers of B, that be know about that. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for their patience with the locker room on Wednesday. We'll do another one next week probably as we get ready for the, um, for the draft lottery and talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs As of course, there is plenty, plenty, plenty to learn. Before we close out, I want to remind you all that Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MOB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LOCKEDON. online, your online sports book experts.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama.
1: Don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast. Today, on the Locked On Today podcast, Trey Young takes a bow at Madison Square Garden and the Knicks are eliminated. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magical. Thank everyone who joined us in the locker room yesterday. I apologize again for all the technical issues. Hopefully, we'll get that resolved. Get those resolved and have a, have a much more enjoyable and, and productive room next week. Um, I will plan on doing it again next week. It'll probably be Thursday at five PM. So be on the lookout for an official announcement. Um, you can of course find that all on my on all my social media accounts. You can follow me on Twitter at Philip underscore O M D. Um, you can, of course, follow the podcast at Locked On Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn in Himalay, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the other listening in podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at PhilipR underscore OMD. And again, for, and for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at OMagicDaily. That's going to do it for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this is Phil Philip Ross from Wright. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic.